Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's about five questions in under nine minutes because hackers never sleep. I'm super excited. You'll see the name on the screen. Let's kick it off. Question number one, who are you and what do you do, Max? Hey, Rick. Well, first, let me start off by saying thank you for being on the show. You know, it's really an honor to be interviewed by you and part of your, your cyber network. So thanks, Rick. I really appreciate it. So my name is Max Justice. I am. Uh, I know some people hate the term cybersecurity SME, but hey, that's what they hire me for. Uh, I'm on a NASA contract as a cybersecurity SME. Uh, I'm a subcontractor for Periton, and I work for the Abile Group as a cyber cyber solutions architect and their chief engineer. And in addition to that, I am also the CEO of Maximum Justice Cybersecurity, where we provide uh, subject matter expertise, as well as expert witness testimony on cybersecurity. And if that's not enough, I'm also a cyber farmer, uh, I, where I sow seeds of cybersecurity, which really is why I'm talking to you today right now, because we together are collectively sowing some seeds of cybersecurity. I've never heard it put like that, but I'm definitely going to steal that. So Max, thank you for that. I love that, uh, that term, <laughs> cyber farmer. I love it. Question number two for you, you just mentioned it, you're a cyber SME, you're a cyber expert, but what's the best part about being a cyber expert? The, the being wanted, the being loved. Uh, well, maybe not so much loved, where cyber folks aren't often loved, but some, some people really do love us. Uh, but there really truly is a need for, for cyber security folks and even a bigger and more important need for subject matter experts and experts in the field of cybersecurity. And because I've got 25 plus years experience in the IT and security field, uh, there's a whole lot of people that uh, constantly make my phone ring. And uh, that's really a nice thing whenever that phone rings. That's awesome. We all know that cybersecurity is a top concern. We see it in every newspaper outlet out there, if people are still reading newspapers. <laughs> and <laughs> What does cybersecurity as a top concern mean to you? Well, I hear the same thing from uh, so many people, especially within our network. Um, right now, we're, we're going through what we call the great resignation. And there's so many people leaving their jobs. Um, and in addition, we have this thing called the gig economy which really it's promoting a lot of short-term efforts and it's not necessarily leading to a lot of stability. You know, folks are in their role for one, two years. Perfect example is a CISO. CISOs are in the job or in the role one, maybe two or three years. And if there's a breach, they're gone almost on the spot, uh, unless you work for Experian or one of the other credit unions. For some reason, they get to stick around. But you know, that's really one of the big uh, concerns is that we're not really promoting mental health because we're not giving people that, that stability, that foundation. Uh, and uh, you know, understanding that, that people need that sense of safety and, and security in, in order for them to, to grow as individuals and really prosper and be successful. Let's tack on to that. What insight would you share with, with other cyber professionals that focuses on that or anything else that you think is important? Well, I often talk in 
in terms of three things, people, process, and technology. And there's a reason why I talk in, in that manner and in that order. So let's do a little reverse engineering because we're gonna talk about people the most. Uh, the, the technology, that's really the easy part. That's just some zeros and ones, bits and bytes, and it's lined up in a certain way. And with a little bit of hardware that you can kick once in a while. So the, the technology is really the easy piece. The process, well, that's a little bit harder, a little bit more difficult, a little more challenging. There are many processes out there. There's a lot of best practices, whether it's ISO, CMMI, uh, CIS, NIST, and so on. A lot of governance frameworks. So you have to tailor those processes to enable your technology to perform well. Let's go back, since we've reverse engineered what I'm talking about, and talk about people. Now, on this planet, there's, what, 7.8 billion people on the planet right now, and none of them think alike. None of them do things the same way. They don't do the process the same way unless you spell it out for them, and even then, they often don't do it the same way. And two people can be standing right next to one another. In fact, I'm reminded of an opportunity where my wife and I, we were standing looking at the Sistine Chapel. And she's looking at it like how uh, inspiring it is and how there's this massive line of people going in to see this beautiful thing. And I'm not thinking beauty, I'm thinking security. And remember it wasn't too long ago that, that it caught on fire. And I'm thinking, how are these people going to get out of here so quickly? And because I, I do more than just cybersecurity, I, I do physical security, data security, national security, facility, personnel, personnel security. So I really look at security really in almost every aspect of my life. And I, and I understand that people don't look at things that way. People look at things in forms of beauty and inspiration, whereas I look at things of, okay, what's the fastest way out of here? Uh, so I have to remind myself often that people don't think like me and other people don't think like other people. And we need to, we need to do that because we need to have empathy for people. Uh, and we need to be able to, to relate and understand that every single thing that we do on this planet, it's about people, it's not about the process, and it's definitely not about technology. Uh, so whenever I, I think about the insights, I, I really wish that everybody would think about people first. And I, I believe even Jeff Bezos does it as Amazon, and when he has his more than two pizza team meetings, he has a chair in the room for the customer. And really we have to think about who it is that we're working for and why we're doing it. Because people is why we're here and why we are doing security. Because if it wasn't for people, there would be no need for security. So what we do is all about people. That's amazing. And I love, I love hearing that, right? I mean, the, the idea of people and culture is always top of mind for me, and I think it should be for our cybersecurity friends. Let's go to the fun question. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Well, Rick, that's an easy one. 
And because it's retro, not too many people are using it as much anymore. And oh yeah, there it is. It wasn't too far away. The good old phone. Now I don't, unfortunately, I don't have one of the old hand dials that you pick up. <laughs> that smartphone, I actually turn most of the stuff off. But it's it's the conversation. It's that phone call. My my face actually lights up whenever that phone rings because that gives me an opportunity to talk to people. I really am not a fan of the text, the the Teams meeting, chatting. Uh, and this is the closest thing now in the, the video conversation that's probably going to overtake that that phone call because we are able to do video conferencing over our phone even. And so that's really what makes me smile is that ability to to talk to somebody because if I'm if I'm texting with the person, emailing with the person, one, I have to be very mindful of word choice because one wrong word and you know they're going to look at it a different way. Whereas a conversation like where we're having, we can expound on a thought or we can say, hey, can you help me understand something a little bit better? Or can you go a little deeper? You don't get depth in a text. You've got 140 characters. Well, I guess it's a little bit more now. But that's not a conversation. That doesn't really give you insight into a person or give you understanding of, of who they are and why we're here. So that when we talk about what lights my face up, a good old phone call. Max Justice, it's epic having you on the Cyber Pro Podcast. Thank you so much. Rick, thanks so much. I really appreciate being here. I had a lot of fun and uh, I look forward to additional conversations. You did it. You made it to the end. Check us out for more content.